0: Hello and welcome to this episode of New Horizons. Thanks for your company. I'm Vaughan Benison. The Roundtable on Information Access for People with a Print Disability is a well-known organisation across Australia and New Zealand and it's related to providing alternate format information for people who are blind or vision impaired or for people who have other forms of print disability. Their next conference is coming up in May and they're looking for abstracts for papers to be delivered at that conference. Sonali Marathi, the President of the Roundtable, joins me now. Sonali, welcome to New Horizons.
1: Thank you, Vaughan, for inviting me here today.
0: We've spoken about the Roundtable on New Horizons a few times. Um, Prior to you uh, attaining the presidency, we spoke to Neil Jarvis a couple of times. Perhaps you could tell us a bit about you and uh, your role within the Roundtable and and what the Roundtable stands for.
1: So I have been involved with the Roundtable for 10 years now. Roundtable is a member-led organization with members from Australia and New Zealand. It has a broad membership of uh, from the education government, business, alternative format producers, community and disability organizations. So as you know it's a it's a pretty broad member-led organization. Roundtable was formed primarily for the purpose of facilitating and influencing, the production and use of quality alternative formats and sharing this knowledge within the sector.
0: And you work for um, the RIDBC. What does that stand for?
1: RIDBC stands for the Royal Institute for Deaf and Blind Children. We have been providers, uh, service providers for children with uh, deaf or vision impairment for the last 159 years.
0: So, if I remember correctly, it's what uh, people would have known as the North Rock School, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Mm. Yes, it's the North Rock School. And we continue to provide those services. My role at RIDPC, I am the manager of the information services or alternative format publications department. And we provide... Alternative formats to students in NSW and all over Australia through our remote services.
0: And it's not just Braille these days, is it?
1: No. Alternative formats has broadened now. Alternative formats could be any format. So it's Braille, it's large print, it's accessible electronic text, it's EPUB 3 books, anything which is accessible. So even with the formats we have, we have tampered a bit with three D printing. Now we've got uh, we are exploring UV printing as a means of uh, producing accessible three graphics. We've got we've got attended conferences which showcase three D haptics. So accessible information now is quite broad, it's not just braille.
0: Hmm. It's quite amazing just the uh, the number of leaps that uh, have been made in terms of accessible formatting. We've spoken about it several times on this program. There are so many avenues now for getting information for people who are blind or vision impaired and people who are hearing impaired. Of course, that didn't exist even 15, 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, this is, you know, we are in a good space. Technological advancements have made it all possible. And I also think government mandates, the Marrakesh Treaty and uh, artificial intelligence, it's all going to help create accessible formats and accessible information for all. Principles of universal design have also come into play. So I feel very excited about the next few years.
0: And of course, the Roundtable is a, is a major player in this field, particularly in terms of setting policy and uh, developing new forms of technology, working with uh, different forms of information to to work out best practice and things like that for, for the sector generally. It meets every year around about May, isn't
1: it? Yes, our Roundtable, we have an annual conference in May. Uh, and we, the conference provides three full days of technical research, Presentations and practical workshops on issues relating to accessibility. You know, this is a, it, the conference showcases examples of best practice. We can share information, latest developments in provision of accessible information. It's also a great opportunity to prola- to promote collaborative partnerships and enhance the dialogue between users and providers of accessible information. So last year's conference, we had the 3D printing project to see how 3D material could be used to uh, enhance access to graphics. And it was a wonderful opportunity to showcase some of the stuff created by Monash University and to the consumers and get their feedback and input. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity to network as well. So many uh, keynote speakers, presenters and attendees at the conference Uh, and networking and socializing with all of these and understanding and sharing information is definitely big on the agenda.
0: Mm. and And there are some uh, speaking from personal experiences there are some really interesting topics that get discussed there, not necessarily just about things that you would think and you know uh, providing alternate format for for children, but also the ways in which talking about the ways in which people with a disability interact with their environment and uh, uh, manipulate information and things like that. So it, it's a really interesting conference, um, especially for for someone like me who is an um, accessible information provider. Um, mm-hmm. And I found it uh, very rewarding the years uh, the years that I've been, and hopefully I will uh, will continue to to attend in years to come. The next uh, conference will be in May next year, and you're currently looking for abstracts for the program. Is there a theme for the next conference and what sort of abstracts are you looking for?
1: So the theme for next year's conference is information access, innovation and collaboration. Uh, We are looking for... Some of the topics we are looking for is all around innovation. Are there any new developments and innovation in access? Is there uh, any smart, innovative technologies and their potential benefits? new developments in education and training including accessible assessments any relevant legislative developments we also invite uh, abstracts from local and commonwealth government to showcase their commitment to accessibility and it's actually a broad range of topics we if you've done we say if you've done something innovative have something to share no big matter how big or small we want to hear it the roundtable conference is a conference for information sharing and learning and if you have something to share we want to hear it it's uh, held in melbourne from the 2nd to the 5th of may on the 2nd of may we have a day for the agm for australian braille authority so that is the braille workshop and braille day and then From the third to the fifth are three days of workshops, researches and presentations. We are hoping to hear from accessibility experts, specialists, any consumer representatives and want to hear what consumers have to say too. So I would urge everybody to put in their abstracts. The abstracts close on the 29th of November And if you want to know more details about the abstracts, you can find that on our website on www.printdisability.org. I repeat, www.printdisability.org. And there is a link to the call for abstracts and a link to the submission form. And we hope to have all your listeners there at the conference, either as delegates, attendees, or as presenters.
0: One of the things I really appreciate about the Roundtable Conference is that um, it's one of the very few places where you get just as many blind and vision impaired people as you do sighted people. And it's an opportunity to really engage with the people who are providing formats uh, or material in formats that blind and vision impaired people can use easily. And it's a good opportunity to to have the opportunity to talk to people who are on the ground, so to speak, who are providing this information directly and, and find out why they do what they do, how they do what they do and what works and what doesn't.
1: That's so true. Uh, and also for Roundtable has been successful on obtaining a grant from the Department of Social Services. So the this grant helps offset the financial cost to self-funded individuals with a print disability. So you have an opportunity to actually contribute to the conference, get new ideas and also co- collaborate with alternative format or technology providers and share your viewpoint. And that is why it is um, so important to have print dis- consumers with a printed disability at the conference as well. Mm. And we really appreciate their attendance.
0: So Nali, thank you very much for joining us on the program. And uh, I wish you all the luck with uh, getting the abstracts sorted out by the end of uh, November.
1: Thanks, Juan. I hope to see you there
0: at the conference. Sonali Marathi there, the President of the Roundtable on Information Access for People with a Print Disability. Some months ago, we ran a program on People's Favourite Podcasts. that didn't have to specifically be related to blindness or vision impairment, but programs that people who are blind or vision impaired are interested in listening to and why they feel that it helped them as a person who is blind or vision impaired. Unfortunately, owing to time constraints, we weren't able to put forward a couple of uh, the contributions from our listeners, but uh, here's one of them now.
2: This is Ramona Mandy from Melbourne. In response to your question about podcasts, I'd like to let you know about two of my favourite podcasts. I use my Victorita stream to download these along with a number of other podcasts, but the two that I'd like to highlight today are two of my favourites because they focus on science and health, two things that I'm very interested in. The first one is called Plant Proof. That's plant and then P-R-O-O-F, Plant Proof. It's a podcast hosted by a person called Simon Hill, who is a physiotherapist and doing his master's in nutrition. And the podcast is focused on the benefits of adopting a plant-focused or a plant-based diet, a plant-based whole foods diet, let me say, and he is very interesting because he interviews a lot of specialists such as gastroenterologists and cardiologists and other people well respected in their medical field. He also interviews athletes, top athletes that use a plant-based diet and he presents a lot of science to the benefits of plant-based diets. And I think that's why I really like it, because it's not preaching anything, it's just bringing the science and the medical knowledge to looking at how we eat. The second podcast that I'd like to highlight is the Science Show, hosted by Robin Williams. Uh, The show is on ABC Radio National, and that man knows so much about so many different aspects of science. And he presents so interestingly and has a lot of great interviews and it's a way of learning so much about our natural world and developments in science and that's why I really enjoy that one as well. So I hope others might find the same pleasure in if they start listening to either of those two podcasts. Also the Plant Proof podcast has a website called plantproof.com where you can find recipes and blogs, but I tend to just listen to the podcast.
0: Ramona Mandy. Thanks for that, Ramona. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-6600, or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. I'm Vaughn Bennison. Talk to you next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream.
1: the dream.